The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Your radio target is locked, and you have reached strike point. Across the Atlantic to bring you Strike Point. Our expert and informative hosts will attack the search industry from Europe to the Americas and beyond. And now, WebmasterRadio.fm presents Strike Point. Hi and welcome to another live show of Strike Point. So we messed up last week. We were going to go for a four in a row, but things happened and I got stuck on a conference call for a long, long, long time. Um, but tonight we are live, and as normal, it's me, David Naylor, and my co-host as normal, Mikkel Dineer. Mikkel? Yeah, hi. Uh, yeah, another live Strike Point. And as you said, uh, we were doing so well. We, I think we did... Three shows in a row uh, every single Monday, and then you broke the record last last week. But anyway, we're back again, and um, maybe we can pick it up and see if we can do four in a row this time. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. <laughs> anyway, we're going to talk I, Europe this time. <laughs> for a change. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, so we were just like discussing a few things, um, basically, A, why Europe's stupid and some of the laws that they pass that um, impact us on a day-to-day basis, like the fact that I brought up that the Windows 7 is going to get shipped out in the UK without an internet browser, which is pretty stupid, um, and we'd rather the EU basically push for, well, Mikkel, in your words, what, what did you actually say? Uh, I don't remember the wording of what, what did I say. <laughs> the fact you would but, rather ha- have a computer. Yeah, I would, I, would, yeah, I mean, I would rather have a law that that prevents uh, the computer manufacturers from from loading it with all the the, the crapware and and third party shit that we get. Uh, I really would like my browser to be there, though. You know, I, I I'm, I'm I'm using Windows in most of my machines. Machines, and I like Internet Explorer. I know that's probably going to make me some enemies, but I do. I think it's a nice browser. <laughs> I do, yeah. I mean, t- to me, it's. I use it as a second browser. Yeah. Oh, is my echo back? Hello. Echo. <laughs> I said, you know, if they ever fix yeah, there's the, no way the, the echo, it sounds good. <laughs> yeah. If they ever fix the echo, I'm going to be so sad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it. it sometimes the restrictions uh, on what you are allowed to do in Europe are, are, are you know, a little bit stupid, um, especially that that. Um, that pre-install of Internet Explorer sounds really stupid. And you were saying that when you choose the option of not having Internet Explorer, you won't get uh, updates? I think I've been dropped altogether. No, I think you're on. Uh, I can hear you fine, and I think you're on the show. Yep, you are. I think it's more a Dave problem than a technical problem. I'm going to have to basically to fix get your a echo, new- Dave. Yeah, no, the echo's gone. It's okay. like it's it, then it went really quiet. It was as if the I dropped the line. I was like, going, ding, ding, ding. No, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like I'm just I'm like I panic here when you start saying echo, echo, and I kind of go around and like <laughs> run around the place like a madman. Thanks. 
I'll use it. I'll use it. Oh, my cat's come to see me. I don't want to see you. Go away. Jeez. Uh, honestly, today has been such a, uh, a productive day in the office as well. And when I get home, it's like my whole world kind of falls apart a little bit. But that <laughs> is such as life, isn't it? But anyway, yeah, we're so, talking about the update. Yeah. yeah, so basically, it's like the... Uh, the I don't know how they're going to play this at the moment because it's the, some of like the EU legislations are like just absolutely crazy on it. Um, so I don't know how they're going to be able to do... How the, going to do the updates on IE um, it's one of the big issues that they've been looking trying to get around so that you know the, the normal score that you update IE and it brings in all the, the, the funky stuff that Microsoft wants you to have anyway um, and they're going to have to try to do something so it's not automated um, my issue on that is that it's like, just crazy uh, you know what I mean you, you need to update your, your browser if there's exploits and stuff like that and then I think you were saying today about the fact that um, with Chrome as well, that if you install Chrome and you try to upgrade <laughs> Chrome via Chrome, um, that crashes. So if you only download one browser in your new Windows 7 and it happens to be Chrome, when Chrome decides to update, you're going to be schnooked as well. So it's yep. it, yeah. It's I was kidding. I was going through it today. I was I wanted to update my Chrome and and you know in Chrome there's not like an update now function or anything. So I had to search Google for where to update Chrome and of course I found the page. And I go there, and there's a, a one-click uh, uh, update uh, from a web page, and I thought, well, that's great, you know. So I'm in my Chrome browser, and I click it, and go through that whole update, it downloads the exit file, and, and it looks really good until the end where I get this screen saying there's an, there's an undetected error. If you have your browser open, you have to close your browser, and the second you close your browser, the whole install, of course, uh, uh, skips. So, <laughs> so in other words, I had to go to Internet Explorer, to uh, to install the update on Chrome, <laughs> which is <laughs> kind of funny. <laughs> I know you. Th it's like really. It's like Microsoft and Google should like try to talk a little bit so that I mean Microsoft's really good at like implementing things like desktop applications. Uh, Google doesn't seem to be so cool at that at the moment, and I'm st I'm still pretty much Google free, other than doing searches for. Um, client stuff. I'm, you know, what I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm using Bing, and it's. Uh, are you, are you Google free? <laughs> pretty much, yeah. I'm just looking at my browser now, um, and the only tab that I've got open, um, I've got two Yahoo windows open, which is a little bit weird. Um, three Bing windows and one Google window open because I was just checking the uh, rankings for car insurance, as you do late at night. Um, so it's yeah, it's kind of weird in a way that I've almost weaned myself off, and it's been a hard thing as well. Uh, you know what I mean? I've had to basically program myself. I, I deleted Google out of my Firefox uh, bar at home, so I, I didn't fall into that by accident because uh, I seem to jump to that box all the time. And I think the you know what I mean I, I do just straight away a standard, and uh, you know what I mean. And that's the thing, you know the. Like uh, um, I'm just gonna do a bit of like comparison between Chrome and IE now. That when I originally wrote about Chrome as a browser, everybody was like bitching about the fact that there wasn't a plugin, and then there's a, a load of thickoids out there that were saying, "No, you don't need a a, a, a Google plugin. It, you, you just type straight into the big browser bar, and it acts the same way as if you had like that little toolbar thing where you can search Google." Can you imagine if IE did that? 
they took away the ability to have that little search box down there. I mean, so you just yeah. typed in and it just went to Bing straight away and searched the way that Chrome does and, and did all the auto stuff that Chrome does, but actually on Bing. Um, that's one that Microsoft should implement. That would be an interesting move by them. Um, mind you, they shouldn't listen to me because they may lose an awful lot of market share. I'm just putting that out there. So, yeah, it's, uh, no, you know what I mean? I'm, I am, I'm quite happy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I, that's what I don't get. You know what I mean? It's like Google do something which I, I'm not going to say is non-competitive. You know what I mean? Because it's they don't have a big enough market share with the browser. Um, but you look at that. You, you look at. You know what I mean, IE and anything that they do, people are all over their ass. You know what I mean? It's like it's really. You know, that's it's a bit unfair. Really, no, it's but, almost. But, I mean, from, from, but they from a from a from a, a strict uh, legal point of view. There are, in fact, different things you can do when you're not a, a, a dominating a player in, in, in any any market than what you can do if, yeah. if, if you are. I mean, there are certain yeah. restrictions on Microsoft just because they have such a big market share on the browser market, on the disk market, and so on. And and there will, you know, that potentially Google, and, and they already have to some degree run into issues with search or advertising and, and the cookies for users and stuff. Because they, they, they have such a dominant position on search market. Um, so they, they also, I think Google is also feeling uh, the heat um, from Europe in, in, in that sense. But, um, but I'm sure, especially Microsoft, have um, must have learned that isn't by now. And anyway, we're going to talk a whole lot more about uh, the specialities of, of Europe. But let's uh, take a quick break and introduce uh, our sponsors. So please stay with us and we'll be back in a minute. Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with conversioncredit.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high-converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. So you're telling me your affiliate program on the local pages affiliate network is performing as well as your handicap? Absolutely. Thanks to their top-tier XML feed, I'm able to monetize all of my traffic. They handle all of my volume to anywhere in the world. Plus, I also get high cost per click and the most exclusive of advertisers to work with. You should join the club. Sounds good. I can't wait to join. But first, let's work on that tee shot. Use the power of local pages with over 5 billion searches per month and the largest database of paid search listings. Let Local Pages Affiliate Network personalize your account and give you the search tools and solutions you need. Become a Local Pages Affiliate today with localpages.com. XYZ affiliate market. Are you an affiliate? If yes, you'll pay me. No if, as, or maybe. Get paid daily. Make a mad dash. Sign up is a flash. Quickly convert the click into cash. Affiliate market. 
working in network is first place. I cut to the chase. It's all performance based. Listen to what I'm telling you, cause this what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agreed that money is what you need. Indeed, you can get paid from sales and leads. Not one thing lacking. Don't get it cracking. Even comes with state of the art tracking. Ready to start? You can do it a couple ways. The Shoe Money Show. Ring on the bling. Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. We're on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. On webmasterradio.fm. Trying to crank in the cash. Now, back to Strike Point. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Hi and welcome back to Strike Point. Before the break, we were just talking, well, about Europe and stupid things, really, and Microsoft Chrome and Internet Explorer and other cool things. Um, but I suppose we should really talk about what's been happening in the UK just recently, because it'll most probably roll out to the rest of Europe shortly. And it looks like uh, Update Vince has started to hit our shores, and basically. Vince was the the guy who decided to see if he could push more branding um, into Google Organics via, well, I think it was picked up from something that Eric Schmidt said, that the internet is a cesspool of information, and they've got to dig around in the shit and pick out the golden nuggets. I don't know if he actually phrased it that way. I think that's just kind of the way that I read it. And I think <laughs> ever since he said... <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure he didn't say it that way. Um, and oh, ever I'm since like, I read that, sure, yeah. <laughs> and ever since he said that, I kind of felt that the how 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 would I trigger brand searches? Um, and I worked hard on it as well to, to make sure that we've got good brand awareness with most of our clients. That we've got a high percentile search term that is just brand and and nothing else. And it looks like it's starting to pay dividend now, so that's awesome. Um, it also makes it easy as well if you're working with very large brands that all of a sudden the, if you were, I don't know, B&Q and people were searching for B&Q bathrooms, then you, you should start to rank for bathrooms and unless you were getting held back if you were doing anything silly. Um, you know what I mean? So it, it, it's good. It looks, I mean, I think there's a, we're going to see a lot more of it. I think that what we did see over the last few months especially with all the American brand results in the UK, was that they were rolling it out in the UK, and while everyone was bitching about it, the, I don't think anyone actually picked up on it. It was more of a geo-tagging issue than an actual data issue. And I think now that the geo knob's been switched on, on the authority side of it's there, uh, it's looking good. It's, it's looking a lot better. My Still, my big concern is, and I know that... My friends from long, long time ago are going to hate me from saying this, but spam is still prevalent in Google. And the easiest way to get rankings in Google at the moment is automate and attack forums and, and blogs that have got authority. And I think that personally, I, I don't know if you agree with me this, on this, Mikkel, but I think if you can't control your community, then you lose the right to rank in the search engines. Now, I know that's pretty radical. Um, so, are you mean the, 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 the forms that are getting hit uh, are going to lose? Um, 
Yeah, so, so if there's a forum about, I don't know, selling mobile telephones, uh, and that pop, pops up ranking for uh, payday loans and Vicodin and stuff like this, should should that forum be allowed to, you know what I mean, if they can't control... But I mean, what I see those, uh, I see blogs and forums getting kicked out of Google left, right and center for not dealing fast enough with um, in various kinds of, of link injections. Uh, I, I, I just one, just last week I was talking to a good friend I have in Denmark that I have a very prominent blog. She's a very prominent uh, uh, blogger and, um, and her blog was kicked out of, of Google exactly because some, some, some fool hacked it and put in a lot of hidden links. But these guys were like ridiculous. On one page, there was 3,700 links that they injected uh, as hidden links. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's not ridiculous. That's just creative. <laughs> Thirty-seven hundred things on a page. Yeah, it was a very. It became a very heavy page. But she didn't. She didn't. Uh, she didn't notice because it was mostly on, on archive post and stuff. So she didn't notice until she was actually kicked out of Google. Then she noticed, of course, and she cleaned up and got a security guy to check out her server and stuff. And then you know she got back in, of course, uh, after cleaning it up. But it was you know. A few weeks. Now that's that's something different, though, isn't it? That's a hack. You know what I mean? And I'm all for if people get hacked, they should get back in as quickly as humanly possible once they've cleaned the hack. I've been there myself. It wasn't fun. Didn't like it at all. Um, And and, I mean, we've just basically released our blog now. It's like we are going to pass link equity. We're bringing down the amount of links on the page. and basically, if we get it, get it right, you know what I mean. It's we should be absolutely spot on. Um, you know what I mean. And it's we will pass good equity out to people that um, match the right criteria. And at the moment, the criteria is set pretty low, um, but we have control mechanisms in there, and we can purge people from our database at a blink of an eye. And there's somebody working on that all the time. What I mean, I mean, if I was hacked, I couldn't stop that. What I mean are the forums have got a bit of authority. So what happens is you create a, a false profile with the keywords that you want to rank for, and throw a load of other forum profiles at this. You know, should those forums be stopped from ranking in the search engines altogether until they can clean up their acts? Um, my feeling is, yeah. Yeah, of course. I mean, you, I mean, and, and you should. It, I mean, there's also just it, it, not even considering search. I mean, if you're just focused on building a good community, uh, you have to deal with that. You have to clean it up. I mean, I don't want, a, 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 com- a community is not good if you have all that dirt floating around. And, and so, yeah. so I mean, for for all various kinds of reasons, you should always clean up this stuff and, and, and make sure you have control of what what goes into your form or your blog comments or whatever um, product comments. A lot of a lot of companies, and and that's a good idea for a lot of companies. I, I recommended it to a, to a few companies around having uh, uh, users be able to comment on your products. Uh, and if you have a large product, uh, I mean, one side that I was working with had like I think ten thousand products or something, and and to make original, unique text for all those products is just so difficult. So having the comment section at least it gave the option for for users and client themselves to add some additional comments to each of the, the most important products and that worked great for them and created some much better uh, landing pages but 
but you got to watch those comments. So to begin with, they didn't even have a, 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 a any kind of warning or emailing of, of, of the product comments. Of course, you know, we changed that pretty quickly. So that, I mean, just as a minimum that you as an administrator get an email every time somebody makes a comment uh, uh, about your product um, or, or, yeah. or submit yeah. a new profile or whatever, you know, you can do on your site. Um, yeah, I mean, the thing. I mean, the way that I look at it as well is, I suppose, the, the same as anybody else is that, that I I look at my what my user base should be talking about. Um, and okay, my blog is quite wide and varied, and I do often open myself up to stupid things that I do myself. But I have a blacklist <laughs> of words. <laughs> yeah, I, I do honestly. I, I don't know why. I, I just do. Uh, and I have a blacklist of words that. Basically, if you mention those, you, the post may even go live, but you get flagged straight away. Um, yeah. And basically, you'll get a hand review. And if I yeah. think that you've crossed the line, then I purge all your history. It's gone forever. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, and we'll we'll do IP blocks and stuff like that. So well, I, I mean, you, that, even, even when you... <coughs> I think basically there should be, even for a large form... You should have editorial control of every single profile that gets up, and uh, and every yeah. single post that gets in there. Um, one of the websites I um, I'm a co-owner of um, of a, 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 a pregnancy website, <laughs> not very much for men, but mostly for women. Um, but that's very those women are crazy active. They 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 um, the, the debate that we have on the site gets uh, an average of about uh, thirty. 32 uh, 3200 3, um, posts a day uh, 3200 <laughs> posts a day in 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 the form uh, up on up to about 4000 posts a day but every single post is read by someone who have um, administrative uh, authorities it's a lot of work but but it makes sure that this this form has been going on for like five, five or six years and it's still a very good place for for, for that target group to go, they like to go there, and so it still keeps growing. Um, so um, yeah, you're gonna do that. Yeah, no, I, th- I think it. You know, what I mean, it's that I, I really feel that you know, what I mean, that people should take responsibility for the things that they do. You know what I mean? Um, and it, it's one of those ones where I, I I come down heavy now. You know what I mean? It's like I'm totally. The opposite to what I used to be. Um, I don't know if it's because I'm getting older or the clients that, that I deal with on a day-to-day basis. Um, you know what I mean, and it's like I, I'm working with some people in the social media areas, and I'm saying, look, guys, you just can't allow this stuff to happen. You, you've got to. And it's like, oh, but there'll be an outcry, or there'll be this, or there'll be that. There'll be a user revolt, and it's like, I'd rather have a handle. A political statement from within inside the community than to be banned in the search engines. The community won't even care if you're banned in the search engines. You know what I mean? It's like from the business side of things, which is the way that I tend to look at things now. Yeah. Is that yeah. they've got if, if you get banned in Google at this moment in time, you're not on the internet, and it's a sad state. But you of know affairs, what? But, that- I, but you know what? I, I don't think that I, I've been I've been playing around with uh, online communities since '97 or something, and and. I don't think that a hard enforcement on moderation administration um, uh, 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 scares people away. Actually, the opposite. I think 
that there's maybe one or two percent that 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 want the freedom to do stupid things on your community, but 99% rather have a a more decent uh, place to go. And uh, so so I mean by 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 having a strong moderation on on your community. Uh, I think that you're serving uh, the big majority of, of, of users, unless, of course, you have a really screwed up <laughs> community of a very uh, strange demographic or, um, you know, kind of like if it's, a, if it's a Linux debate or something like that, you know, then it might. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, 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 yeah, I mean, it's, that, that's it. But you, what you don't want in your community is, like, stupid things going on. You know what I mean? It's like... Um, you know, as an as an example, it's like it's most. I don't know when this story is going to break. You know what I mean? But it it's the fact that um, things like Harry Potter was hacked. You know what I mean? And it was like just stuff like that that a lot of people were swindled out of stuff. And it's like it's like the internet. You know what I mean? It's it's not quite out of control yet, but it's getting there. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like you look and you think it's like come on, guys. It's uh. You know, what I mean, it's like let's let's take a little bit of control over this, and you know, what I mean, it's whether you're the the hacking type or not. You know, what I mean, the ha- hacking is illegal, okay, the, yeah. and and that will be dealt with in a totally different world, and you know, what I mean, that will never involve people like me. Um, Black hat SEO, you know, what I mean, it's like people are still making a, an awful lot of money out of that kind of work. Um, you know what I mean? But the risks for real webmasters that if you allow, you know what I mean, to be spammed, you know what I mean, they deserve everything you get. I'm really, you know what I mean? It's like, I, I can't, you know what I mean? It's like we offer advice on this all the time to our clients. Um, when, when clients say to me, I've seen uh, our competitors just opened up a forum. And I'm like, fine. If you want to have a user-generated content, that's fine. How many people are you going to – no, no, no. We're not going to put any people on it. It's going to be we'll pick moderators as the, you mean, as the forum grows. And it's like – and then all of a sudden we're starting to lose search rankings. Well, I'm not surprised because you're linking to porn and you're linking to <laughs> – horse sex and you're linking to Viagra and you're linking to Casino and you're a forum yeah. about bloody mobile phones or something and you're like you were warned about this Why, you know what I mean it's yeah. like if you could just put stuff out there for the sake of putting stuff out there almost you're putting it out there to rank in the search engines don't expect when people use that tool to rank what they want to and not what you want to that you'll get screwed over um, you know what I mean, and it's yeah, like sure. I think that that's why I'm, I'm going to draw a line underneath that rant right <laughs> there because, I, as you may tell, think, the user-generated content is not my thing at this moment in time. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are getting old now, Dave. You are getting old. Anyway, I think we need a, a short break uh, for our sponsors to have a few words. Um, we're going to be back with a few more minutes of the show. I'm going to be talking a little bit about what goes on with Search Cowboys. They're getting a new show here on Webmaster Radio that we want to promote a little bit too. They had a, have an interesting series going on with articles. We're going to talk a little bit about that in a second. So please welcome our sponsors and we'll be back in a minute. Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on webmasterradio.fm. <laughs> Ha 
pay affiliates. Do you find it a challenge monetizing traffic from the UK, France, or India? You need offers that will appeal to all of your visitors, no matter where they come from. AdsMarket.com has met this challenge and has turned it into a science. AdsMarket.com gets results for publishers and advertisers with a winning formula. The combination of offers, worldwide traffic, and AdsMarket's up-close and personal media management is exactly the boost needed to monetize international audiences. AdsMarket.com, the science of performance. This is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebOffer.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for mass maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to PRWebOffer.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online release news and content distribution service. Here's your bill. Thank you so much, guys. Hey, it's all right. I'll take care of the tab, Jason. Well, thanks, Dave. How are you doing so well these days? It seems everyone's in a pinch for cash. RevenueWire.com, that's how. RevenueWire? Yeah, RevenueWire.com is an all-in-one platform offering affiliates high-demand software from top-notch PC utility merchants. With 75% commissions, twice-monthly payouts, incredibly accurate analytics tools, RevenueWire is making me more money today than I did in the last few years put together. Even in this economy? Especially in this economy. RevenueWire has a ton of great products to meet the demand. I'm telling you, this network is recession-proof. RevenueWire, the recession-proof network platform. For more information, visit RevenueWire.com today. That's RevenueWire.com. Please hold while we connect you to one of the most sought-after experts in SEO, analytics, and web development. Office Hours with Vanessa Fox, Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, back to Strike Point, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host... Hi, and welcome back. Oh, Echo Echo. Hi, welcome back to the second part. Third part you put on the bottle point. roll sound again. <laughs> it's every time we come back. It's like, fix it for the love of God. It sounds really good. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> in my ears, though, mate. It's Is it like better now? <laughs> Is it better uh, now? Anyway. No, it's anyway, not. I can, I can live with it. <sighs> it's it's okay. I just turned down the sound a little. I'll bit. keep adjusting. I'll keep adjusting. Okay, good man. Anyway, so uh, what? I promised. I'll just. I'll go on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I promised I would tell you a little bit about. Um, there's a series of articles going on right now on uh, Search Cowboys. Uh, in case you don't know it, it's SearchCowboys.com, a very European focused uh, website, a great website. And I just heard from the studio that uh, Search Cowboys is now coming live on um, Webmaster Radio with a new show. I assume it's going to be have the same kind of of, of um, European focus that um, that we also have on. Um, on um, on Slack point when we have it. Anyway, I made uh, an article for this series. They invited a lot of uh, more prominent SEOs and, and freaks around Europe to write um, 
each their own free article. Uh, I think Dave is coming up with an article in a couple of days. Um, and uh, there's already been a few articles up there. Um, and there's some more coming with uh, Mil Carson, um, Christian from Iceland, some of you guys probably know it, uh, Mike Grehan. Uh, and this is an interesting one, hopefully interesting one, coming from um, a good friend, Phantom Master, the great cloaker from um, Belgium. And Kennedy, my good colleague, is writing one. And, of course, Andy Atkins Kruger, who's uh, an expert in, in cross-Europe uh, stuff. So um, that's a very interesting series. Uh, I wrote an article about um, the misconceptions of Europe um, with the title, Hello, World, There is No Europe. Uh, you can go and find it on searchcarboys.com. Uh, it's basically it's basically um, an article where I, I you know I highlight the fact that that a lot of people from outside Europe, especially in the U.S., uh, you know, come around to me and say, "How can we market ourselves in Europe?" And uh, you know, I'm I'm basically like, "There is no Europe." You know, it's just, I've been saying this over and over for years, but still, I've, I've run into the same issue again and again. Americans especially think there is a Europe, but I mean we do have a geographical Europe, and there's a there's a uh, there's a political Europe, and and some people want the United States of Europe. Uh, but from a marketing point of view, the fact is that that we are not European, and nobody feel European. You know, we feel Danish, and we feel British, and we feel German, and we speak different languages. We have different religions, and we have different laws, and different norms, and. We don't even laugh at the same jokes, um, which like brought up an interesting comment. Yes, we in, do. Uh, some, sometimes we do, but but very often we don't laugh for the same reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for instance, there's a one one comment in um, if you go to Search Cowboys and look for the article, it's guest post 700. Uh, there's a really interesting, uh, really cool comment from uh, Pete Hewitt that was kind of a surprise to me because I'm not from the UK, but apparently Pete is, and he 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 made this comment. I just want to read it out because it's pretty funny. I always thought the best example of lazy marketing was when Coca-Cola launched their Dasani water in the UK and just copied and pasted the .com site onto UK uh, COUK. Now, if you are trying to suggest the water is full of fun and makes you energetic, then yes, in the US you can say it's full of spunk. But in the UK where spunk means semen, the caption along with the woman looking oddly delighted with her water became a laughing stock. <laughs> I think that's okay. I, I, I haven't heard that story before, but but it's that is exactly the kind of thing that, that, that I'm I'm talking a lot about in that article that, that first of all of course the fact that we don't even speak the same languages around Europe. But once you get the language thing worked out and that's pretty much a question of hiring the right people to write your content. But but then you have all the, the local cultural uh, issues. I mean, you know, the kind of wording you do, the kind of kind of you know, images you put on things sometimes uh, just end up being well. In this case, it was it was apparently a laughing stock, but sometimes it can be really embarrassing. It could it could potentially even be illegal. <laughs> so um, so the 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 the, the the morale of the uh, or the, the the conclusion of the of the article is that that. Europe is definitely interesting also for you guys in the U.S. Uh, to move into, um, not least because in a lot of countries uh, the competition is, is uh, not as hard and you can dominate markets much better, but you gotta, you got to adapt and you got to involve local people that knows all these little cultural issues and, 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 and listen to them uh, and, and, and accept that they you know, sometimes know better how to communicate with local audience than, than you do. Uh, if you're sitting in Silicon Valley or, or New York. 
Yeah, I mean, to me, it's like I've always said, you know what I mean? It's like, don't translate, interpretate, you know what I mean? And it, that yeah, has stood me so, so well, you know what I mean? It's like, like you said, it's like in the UK, men don't have fannies. They just don't, okay? They've got asses and they've got dicks. Women have fannies. And it's like when people say, you know what I mean? It's like, it, it's like, I don't know, I was in a bar and this American woman said, and he slapped me on the fanny. And I'm like, what? He slapped you between the legs? And she's like, no, my fanny, my ass. And I'm like, yeah, we don't call that a fanny. You know what I mean? We don't have fanny packs you know, and things like that. And that kind of terminology makes me laugh. You know what I mean? I, obviously, the spunk one was kind of, yeah, a little sniggy under my breath. Um, but you're right. It's like what, what the Danish find funny in... And what the the British find funny, nine times out of ten, will be similar. But that that ten percent can make a big difference. It can actually insult somebody. If you go to the English yeah, and the Germans, oh yeah, <laughs> you know that's, I mean? like, that's a big difference. Yeah, yeah you got a fifty-fifty chance of. Uh, <laughs> and, of and even okay. worse if you go to France. <laughs> Yeah, but even but even between countries, but even between countries that most people would uh, would assume would be very um, related. Like one of the examples I use in my article is between Denmark and Norway, where when I used to work with Scandinavia Online, uh, when that was the biggest one of the biggest portals in Scandinavia, um, I was in the Danish brands, and in the Danish brands, at some point we did some uh, promotion lighters. Uh, we printed the logo on some lighters and gave them away. At, events and stuff. That's very common thing to do here. You, you do the same thing in the UK and all, most of the world would do that. But then when the head office, uh, the executives in the office in Norway saw that, they, they were furious because in Norway, apparently at that time we were told nobody gives away promotion lighters because that's like telling people to smoke and that's highly unethical. So so from their point of view, it was like, you know, we could have served chai porn or something instead, you know, it would have been just as bad, you know, you just don't do that. And and so and that's between Denmark and Norway that in so many other ways are very closely related. We speak a very closely related language and a lot of the, the, the law, local laws and norms and stuff are, are the same. And still, there are these big, big differences. And I mean, imagine that, that you went to Norway for a, a promotion event, maybe go to, an, uh, to a, a big conference and have a booth there and you were handing out lighters. You know, and thinking that would be kind of cool, and and everybody would look at you just totally wrong way. Uh, you, you know, you 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 don't you don't get to understand the details of these things unless you you more or less grown up up in that country. And you know, you got to be native almost to 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 know these differences. And um, that's why you need to involve people at a local level when you when you do move into um, to countries. And that's it's not just a question of Europe. There was another comment on, 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 I think it was in Search Cowboys, that this is also very true for Asia. I mean, to me, Asia is just one big area, and they're probably all the same. <laughs> but of course they're not. I mean, there's there's a big difference between Asians in different parts of Asia, different countries, and different regions within those countries. I just don't know anything about Asia, so I'm not doing any work there, so I don't have to. But if I ever wanted to do work there, I would most definitely make sure that for the areas that I want to move into, I want local people that understand that exact area, not just the language, but also the laws and the cultures and all that. Yeah, and just things like the the colour red in one country is like 
really, really bad, and in another country, it's really, really good. You know, it's just stupid things like that, I guess. You know what I mean? What numbers yeah. are, uh, uh, you know what I mean? In the UK, we don't, you know what I mean? I suppose uh, 22 is our lucky number, two little ducks. Uh, you know what I mean? But it's like in China, you know what I mean? That numbers are very, very important to them. So, yeah, you're right. It's like, you don't, you know what I mean? It's like, it, we, we often say to people, it's like, if we can't handle um, SEO in another country, then I'm pretty damn sure that I've got a, enough outreach to good SEOs that I can make sure that everything that's happening is happening correctly within that country. Uh, you know what I mean? So it's, and you should never, you know what I mean? Never go with a one company that basically thinks they can, can fit the whole hat because nine times out of ten, they really, really can't. Maybe it's apart from... Andy Atkins, who seems to have built quite a, a niche there um, with his uh, yeah exactly. I was I was going stuff. to I was going to name uh, Atkin uh, Andy um, Andy Atkins Kruger. He, he's a he's a he's in a unique position with his company um, because he he built. Uh, I don't. I don't think he covers every single language in the world, but the, he, I think he covers something like nineteen languages or something like that. I don't know exact now, but he can he can talk about that at a later point. Um, but he does cover a lot of languages, and for each of them, he he have native people that understand all those details uh, of the language. But that's just you know the language and the culture and the law and the framework. It's just really just the overall framework. Next comes the optimization of your business because you cannot assume that the same target pages uh, that you tested in the U.S. market is going to work in the U.K. market or the Danish market. You know, at, I mean, in, in, in the U.S., uh, you know, target pages often have very big uh, uh, types. Uh, they, they like to repeat everything 10 times on the page and sum it up in, in the bottom of the page and have all the pricing in very big red numbers. And it, 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 it probably works great in the U.S., but that for sure doesn't work very well in Denmark. Yeah. You know, you need something very different to convert users in Denmark. They're going to look at that. As a as a cheap car salesman, and and then they don't react in general very positive to that. Uh, so so you know also those details are going to be different. Yeah, I mean here's a classic one. The I'm not going to mention the company that that I worked with on this project, but we did a, a lot of multivariate testing just on the people's faces on the landing pages to IP. So if yeah. you came in from weird things, uh, if you came in from Germany, Germans really like to look at something that reminds them of Germany. Um, and so do the British, funny enough. If you go to some other countries um, in this particular sector, they actually prefer to look at a picture of somebody that looks European because they, they, they related the product to being a European product and that if it was a Afro-Caribbean or an Asian face on there, they just didn't trust the product with the face. And we most probably tested a hundred different faces. Um, and the ones that I picked for certain countries, sometimes I was absolutely spot on. Other times I was a million miles away. And I would, you know what I mean? And I was like, no, the stats are wrong. The stats are wrong. You know what I mean? And it, when you started to dig deeper into it, it, it was, it was, and it was just little, I, mean, well, I suppose it's not even a little thing, that's a big thing, you know what I mean? It's like um, 
what I was joking about the fact that what one of the things my pet annoyance of um, Bing is that when I go there, the homepage pictures don't remind me of England, but I've set my place to the UK, and and it's and I know that they're bringing in. And I'm going to get absolutely dinged for saying it. Um, is that they're bringing in UK pictures? You know, I mean, it's going to happen anyway. But it's a little bit of hate, you know what I mean? It's like, I, I, I want to, you know what I mean? I want to see the imagery, as stupid as it sounds, you know what I mean? It's like, I like it when my browser opens up and I see some a high-quality image that I've never seen before. And and it's like, wow, I, you know what I mean? It makes me want to go to that place. I mean, me and my, um, Becky were in Bristol at the weekend. If you ever get, if, people, if you ever get a chance to go to Bristol, what a fantastic place. Um, it, it, brilliant! I went down there to see the uh, Banksy exhibition, which is basically, and if you know my Flickr account, then the, the pictures are up there at the moment. And basically, Banksy is a person that was a graffiti artist, and he's basically m- went more and more mainstream. And there's some very, very high people have bought <coughs> his artwork with stupid amounts of money. But he, his artwork is, I think Jack D was there the same day that we were, who's a, a comedian in the UK, and he summed it up beautifully by saying, it's like, it's art and one-liners. Everything you look at, it's just like, you look at it and you see the joke straight away. And it was just absolutely amazing. Amazing, amazing. And it's like, say, in a beautiful little hotel um, on, oh, my wife would know. Barclay Square, I think it was. Um, it was just across the web. It's almost a triangle between where I was, Browns, which is a, an awesome restaurant and a drinking hole, and then the, the museum that Banksy did his uh, exhibition in was just down the street from there. So everything was in the little area that we were supposed to be in. We had a walk into Bristol. It was absolutely amazing. Um I mean, and and I I, I would have never have be, went to Bristol because I had my own preconceptions. So I want to see these imagery. You know what I mean? I I want to see UK things. I want to know where they are. I want them to to enlighten me to things that I wouldn't normally look for. And I think that's one of the things. But that, I mean, you do uh, have an interesting point in, in in the way that you shape your website. I mean, it's not necessarily bad for an American company to look American if they promote themselves in Denmark. Let's say that they were selling uh, cowboy boots. In that case, it's great that they look American because we we, we want them to look American because we want the American shoes. But but if you you wouldn't want want them to to look Japanese. No, no, no. (laughs) If you went to American (coughs) boot store and the picture there was a a Chinese guy or a Japanese guy holding a, a, a boot, you would... Personally, my preconception would be made in China and made in Taiwan. It's going to be a cheap replication of a high-quality American boot. Or American, say, go American hats. I know American hats, not boots. Stetsons. You know, you want to see the Stetson on a rugged cowboy, unshaven denim shirt. That's the site I'll buy from. Not from some fat Yorkshire. You, uh, uh, on, on the other hand, if you if you're a hosting firm or or some other kind of service company that wants to, um, to to get across the impression to you that they can service you, they can make sure of your securities, and they can, you know, take care of your needs and whatever, you know, it is. 
uh, on a local level and don't be afraid that we're this far away because blah, 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 whatever. If you want to create comfort, then then you may want to go the other way. And, and as, as you talked about before, making sure you're using images and, and colors and wording that 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 creates that that feel of being home you know and 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 the feel that you understand my world and 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 create an atmosphere that i feel is is local to me um it's kind of like you know decorating a restaurant or something i guess <laughs> yeah for sure you know what i mean and it is it's one of those ones where you imagery sells more than keywords <laughs> you know what i mean Every day of the week, um, and it's just one yeah, of those ones where, yeah, it's like, and I think that so many companies miss the bloody point on that sort of thing, and it's sometimes I bang my head against the wall that that, that they know best because they've been doing it for twenty five years, and every time I hear that, I'm like, and when was the last time? you took an external view of your 25 years of experience of this is what sells on the internet because the internet wasn't around when you were doing flying marketing and it won't sell to me. And, you know what I mean? That's the big thing that every brand should be aware of. You know what I mean? The, what you get, that very short period of time when someone lands on your website, they do a quick scan. And if you look at like all the eye scan stuff that people have studied on, People look at the same things, where no matter who, what, where they come from. You know, what I mean, you stick a picture of some blonde-haired, beautiful woman in a tight white T-shirt that's maybe a little bit too tight for her, and you watch where men's eyes go, even if they know that they're being eye-tracked and that they're not going to look at those breasts, they still do every time. Um, and that's yeah. where your sales pitch <laughs> needs to be. And you, and it's stupid, but it's just human instinct. We can't control. I, 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 sorry, but, but you know, list. I I don't think it's stupid that men look for for good looking girls. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> definitely not stupid. <laughs> I just had to say that. <laughs> the other thing is, is the um, a website seohome.co.uk. Quick shout out to those guys. Um, they were blogging today that. I don't really want to say that Google's cloaking, but I kind of feel I'm going to have to because when you deliver something to one browser and not another browser, in my opinion, that's cloaking. And what they've been seeing is that in Chrome, you're not getting the search, the web, and pages from the UK. You just don't get yeah. those ones in Google.co.uk. You get them in the organics. Now, to me, I don't know. Is it geo-targeting? Is it browser-targeting? If I was to do the same test to for Firefox IE and give different content and different links to Googlebot and Chrome, I know I've just put the Googlebot in there just to be pretentious. Um, to me, it's cloaking. You know what I mean? People are going to call it a split test. Um, I don't know. I don't but like I would, it. I mean, you know, if a client came to me, as you say, if a client came to me and said, we want to do this, we want to serve up totally different linking and, and different uh, option buttons and stuff uh, on pages uh, served on to different uh, browsers, I would definitely tell that client that it would create a higher risk for them at getting some kind of filtering or penalization or whatever yeah. in, in, in search engines. Uh, it, it would, you know, whether or not they should do it, do it is then, of course, up to them, yeah. but... I I yeah. just want to. But then again, I guess, I guess Google is 
Google is probably not going to get kicked out. So. Yeah, I just, I just want to say that Bass from Search Cowboys has just pinged me on Skype to say, I'm seeing it in Firefox, by the way, and in the Netherlands. So it looks like it's that they're just testing it via IP or via cookie at the moment um, and not just targeting Chrome. Yeah. Anyway, okay. it's interesting to watch out for. I haven't seen it in Denmark, though. Um, so, you know, if, if you guys see it around Europe, you're welcome to um, to drop us an email. I think there's a contact form on Webmaster Radio FM. Otherwise, you can go to Dave's blog or mine blog if you can read Danish. I'm actually working on... For the first time I'm, I'm, in a long time, I've been working on finally getting a blog up in English. So many people have been asking me because they have kind of a hard time reading my blog post on the MIPDK. Um, and you shouldn't even try with Google Translate. That's another thing. You know, don't use Google Translate for anything else but fun. Uh, but don't assume that what comes out of it is actually what, what somebody wrote in the other end. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I'm actually I'm, I'm actually working on um, on on getting a, a blog up in English. So uh, you should um, you can look out for that. Of course, I'm going to tell you here on the show once it's up. But, um, it's going to be interesting. So I think yeah. we uh, are running out of time now, Dave. And um, we had a good long day and it was a good long live show again. So I hope yeah. to be live next week again. Are you going on vacation uh, in the next couple of weeks? Uh, I don't think so. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I've got, I've, got so, yeah, I've got so much work on at the moment. It's absolutely ludicrous. But we have got a new starter, um, which was which is good. We've got Paul, um, who is going to be blogging out on the uh, blog a little bit as well once he's found his feet in the company. Um, who's X9XB, which is kind of like the same place where Dan came from originally. So that's good. And we've got another starter as well coming up shortly. Um, so hopefully that will take a little bit of pressure off us. We've, uh, we've taken on some clients that are very US-based <laughs> companies. And obviously when you end up in two, three-hour-long conference calls, it's kind of like... It runs a little bit late into the evening. But hey, I'm a mark to the cause. But yes, I'm, I'm, <laughs> certainly, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm certainly trying to make myself available on Mondays. Wednesdays, I'm never available. I go to football with my children. Um, and that's the only time that I make sure that I'm never, ever, ever yeah, on the radio. So anyway, that's me for the evening. So love and peace to everybody. Have a good week and uh, see you all in seven days. Bye-bye.